Welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. On today's episode, episode 160, we will have a communion with E. Uh, he'll reveal that later when we get into it. We'll t- review NFL Week 14. We'll cover the NFL Week 15 betting slate. Stop me if you've heard this episode before. And we'll also recap head-to-head. It's getting spicy. You can call this the NFC South of head-to-heads. Am I right, Nick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, right now, baby, winning your end. Keep pounding. <laughs> Keep pounding. Go dogs. Uh, how you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good. Doing good. We have another good episode for you guys. Kind of sad we're going to have to talk about my picks from last week, but it is what it is. <laughs> Not so hot with the shoes on the other foot. That sentence doesn't make sense, but we're going to ride. All right, get us into communion with you, Eric. Yeah, so uh, I've been watching the World Cup lately, and uh, some of this commentary from the British dudes is amazing. So I just got to thinking, um, who's the greatest sports commentator? And if you were an athlete, biggest game of your life, the championship, whether it be World Cup or Super Bowl, whatever fucking sport you want to pick, who would you want to commentate it? Because you know you're going to go back and watch the tape. (laughs) <laughs> not if i lose <laughs> yeah obviously we're, this is all assuming that we win <laughs> all right i'm just i uh, just i got i got two martin tyler or gus johnson uh for those listening at home who don't know who they are please enlighten so martin tyler i don't know if he announces anymore he might have said bad things about women i think he might have <laughs> said bad things about women and got kicked off <laughs> Stop me if you have if you've heard that before. Uh, Martin Tyler was uh, many of you may recognize him from um, a long time voice of FIFA, a British soccer announcer. has has legendary quotes like "an absolute firecracker." Oh, just wide. Oh, he'll he'll kick himself for that one. And it's just it, it's just what I've been talking about since the World Cup started. Like American announcers are not good. And British soccer announcers can spin a narrative. Gus Johnson is one of the greatest American sports announcers. He does football. He does college basketball. He does NBA. He just does it all really well. All right. That's two picks. Um, Shoot, man. This is... It just depends on what sport. Marv Albert or Kevin Harlan for hoops. That's who I I would want. But it's the voice of of NBC Sunday Night Football, bro. It's Al Michaels. Like, Al Michaels is a terrific broadcaster. I don't know the names of, of... English football broadcasters. I don't think they're all that good as Nick is always just huffing and puffing and guffawing about. Um, but Al Michaels is an absolute legend. And, oh, you know what? Disregard. I know exactly who I want to call and what I want called. I'm main eventing WrestleMania. It's me. Versus The Undertaker in a hell in a cell. And Jim Ross is calling it, bro. Whoa. Put 
put some respect on his name. That's Dr. Jim Rohn. <laughs> doctor? When did he get a doctorate? Uh, he has a doctorate. I don't, they call him Dr. Jim Ross now. I don't know. They do not call him Dr. Jim Ross. I swear to God, that man is dead. <laughs> Good God! That man is dead! He threw him off the top of the cage! The top of the cage! Business is about to pick up. Every time Stone, it's Stone Cold. It's Stone Cold, <laughs> bro. Jim Ross. Oh man, he's one of the reasons I have such a good vocabulary. That dude, slobber knocker. Right. Yeah. He's Slo- him off the top of the cage. Why have you done that, Steve Austin? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Ross for sure, always, bro. He was always. Jim Ross was always great to watch wrestling with because he, he, he you would all he would he would tap into the emotion. And he would always ask questions. He'd be like, why are you such a bad man, Steve Austin? Why are Bro, you standing off top of the cages? They don't deserve it. The best part is, is he's even keel, right? And then he gets a little louder. And then he gets back to even keel. He gets a little louder. He gets back to even keel. And then the minute the, the, right. that that moment hits, he's just right. rocket ship to the moon. You're like, Jim Ross's blood pressure is concerning at this moment. Like, he's just yelling at the top of his lungs. I'm going Jim Ross, bro, for sure. So, no hesitation. So I just thought I, I I just thought about this. I, I and and this may get me a lot of a lot of uh, hate in the comments, as the YouTubers say. <laughs> I'm going I'm going playoff Joe Buck. Joe Buck gets unnecessary slander. <laughs> yeah, I for don't no know reason. why he's really good. He's. Especially at baseball, he's right. very good at baseball. Right. I want baseball. I want baseball, Joe Buck. I I want if I'm hitting a walk off home run, I want Joe Buck there on the call. Who is the guy who messed up on on national television and uh, then the called and Royals then guy. called the home run and then, and then went back to went back to apologizing. Oh. God dang it. That's who I want. <laughs> that dude was a professional. In his <laughs> darkest hour, that man was nothing but professional. That is crazy, bro. I know that, you know, we, we talked about the English dudes and obviously all the American cats. Tom Tom Brenneman. I, I just want to give a little shout out to the Mexican homies. Because if I'm hitting a grand slam or catching an 80-yard touchdown or scoring a World Cup penalty... I want one of those crazy bastards screaming at the top of their lungs. No, no, they're no, o- they're no. only good at high inflection points, though. I'll take they it. suck the rest of the match. Right. That's what no one talks about. They suck the rest of the match, but when someone scores, and if you're in a draw, you just listen to, <laughs> to awful commentating right. for a whole match. But when they score, it is untouchable. What I want, what I want is Jim Ross. And Kevin Harlan or Marv Albert or Al Michaels. That's what the tandem I want calling my Hell in a Cell match. And then every time a big pop happens, you have someone's head pop into the screen like the whoopsie guy from Mortal Kombat. Whoopsie! But it's the Mexican commentator's voice. <laughs> That's what I want. We could do that. Don't we can make that happen, bro. <laughs> you, imagine, you imagine a Jim Ross, Al Michaels commentating team? What the fuck are we watching, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, what what are poor, we watching? Poor, poor Al Michaels has had to put up with John Madden and Chris Collinsworth for his whole career. 
Hey, Jim Ross is a professional. You probably appreciate it. <laughs> Al Michaels is calling what Thursday night football now, right? I think so. Yeah, with with old uh, Thursday night or Sunday night. I think he. Yes. No, he doesn't work for NBC anymore. Okay. Well, he works for NBC. So Mike Tirico, I don't know if you guys haven't haven't noticed, Mike Tirico calls the Sunday night football games now. I have not noticed. They pushed Al Michaels out at NBC Sports, bro, and a lot of people are upset. Him and Chris Collinsworth were a fantastic pairing. Better than him and Aikman. was high ass. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, NBC Sports 2006 to 2022. And now he's Amazon. He does Amazon's Thursday night games. Yeah, bro, that was a big deal. I, I, I don't actually know what happened with the Sunday night football thing. Did Boomer ever announce? Oh, or, yeah. Sorry, not Boomer. Did Berman ever announce commentate? Uh, or did he just do the I, ESPN stuff? I think he did, but in like the 80s. I'd like to uh, I'd like to introduce a third person to my three man uh, commentary team, which keeps growing as I think of people. But let me get Jim Ross, Joe Rogan, and Al Michaels. <laughs> Dude, Joe, Joe Rogan's a lit. good one. Dude. Joe Rogan's a good one. I'm just saying. You imagine Jim Ross, Joe Rogan, and Al Michaels watching me dominate the Undertaker in the Hell in a Cell, bro? Because obviously I'm going over. Fuck you, Taker. But the thing about Rogan is it's the facial expressions. Yeah. Like, the commentary is phenomenal. But it's the facial expressions. When he gets lit, like, when something unexpected happens. My guy gets – he always – Oh, shocker. Three three cisgendered, three cisgendered men love Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck the fucking woke agenda. The woke agenda didn't cancel Balenciaga. So until you – Cancel Balenciaga as hard as you cancel Dr. Seuss. Fucking miss me. You know what I read today, this morning? Not to go off on too big a tangent, but... so but to go off on too big of a tangent. For the first time since, since like the 1940s, like post-World War II, uh, more, more 19 to, to 28-year-olds are living with their parents, right? Which I'm not knocking. I honestly wish I would have stuck with my parents you know, longer. So it actually stacked cash, which is what I didn't do. But so they're saying, cause they can't afford rent or they don't have the money or X, Y, Z reasons that they're there, but there's a boom in like high end fashion. So these kids are staying home cause they can't afford anything, but they're spending two grand on the latest Gucci flip flops or Supreme. Oh, Supreme or whatever they consider high-end fashion. I'm not really sure. I'm a Target kind of guy. (laughs) TJ Maxx, dog. TJ Maxx don't miss. TJ Maxx, yeah, they don't have my size, though. I'm just, I'm too big. I'm too big. BAF? Too big big and bulky. (laughs) Big as fuck. (laughs) Excuse me. Can you point me to the biggest fuck section? (laughs) Like right over here, sir. Bro, that, that article literally like broke my brain. I was just like. The, that's but it almost like what's what's the guy who does uh, rich dad poor dad Kanye oh <laughs> uh, I, have I, it on my, I have it on my shelf right here Hold on. I, I almost said George Takei uh, <laughs> so like uh, Jesus I can't even fucking read it it's like Richard McNamara or something no it's a it's a it's a Kawasaki or uh, Robert Kawasaki yeah or is it wait Kiyosaki Robert Robert Ka- Kiyosaki yep 
because Kawasaki is the motorcycle or the yeah, you know the <laughs> Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki, yeah. It almost strikes me like, yo, this dude is literally telling the truth because, hey, your parents don't have money, so they didn't teach you how to use your money. I was like, yo, if I'm living with my parents, you know what my money's going into? Shit, I might call my mom. Mom! <laughs> I always, so whenever I call my mom, and she, like, I hear her answer, I'm like, hey, yo, ma! <laughs> That's how I always start the call, bro. <laughs> Oh, Eric, who's your choice for commentators? Peter Drury and Joe Rogan, now that you said it. <laughs> hey, Don, dude. I'm stealing I it. I don't care. I didn't think of him either, bro. That's perfectly fine. Look, we can have the same guy. We, Yeah, but you can't have Texas and UNC. You got to pick a college. Pick one right now. Texas. Oh, let's go. Hey. I'll give you a, I'll give you a fucking horns up for that one. Hey, right. hey, 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 hey. We renounced it. We did it, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. Episode one, episode one sixty. <laughs> Woo! Oh, we did it. I swear to God, if I see you with that fucking garbage bag on top of your head again, then I'm burning it right then. You mean his Walmart starter kit of yeah. UNC fandom? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I hate you guys. Dude, don't be angry. You're not a UNC fan anymore. You've done it. <laughs> You've relinquished just, the the, just like you've the burden. Other, just like you've overcome other burdens in your life, you have now tossed off the yoke of mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, dude, I think I think those are all great choices. Maybe we, we maybe we expand mine to a four man booth and put Peter Jury there. <laughs> R.I.P. Stuart Scott. I want Stuart Scott there. Stuart Scott wasn't a. Don't care. He, I want him there. Okay, we could have picked broadcasters because I would have picked. I would have just picked, picked Neil and Stan, uh, Everett, Everett and Verrett. Right? That's I think that's the two names. You're right. You're right, bro. I could watch them do 24 hours straight of whatever. Like if they put them for 24 hours straight on ESPN eight, the Ocho, just calling all that stuff. I could watch it, bro. Hey, pause, pause. Well, I'll bring that up down the line. I'll bring up favorite commentators and which ones we hate the most, and why is it Skip Bayless? I don't actually hate Skip Bayless, though. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Mexico, I take it back. Dude. That fucking cunt Nick Wright, dude. Oh, dude, if I ever get to see Ooh, him first. I don't like Dick Wright. You know who I don't like? I don't like Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd, thank God. <laughs> I don't think anyone he's a, likes him. He's a him. Boston guy, isn't he? That, he's a fucking idiot is what he is. Let's, let's not talk, attach Colin, Colin Cowherd to a fucking city. Sorry, that's Bill Simmons. Sorry, I'm thinking Bill Simmons. So Bill Bill Simmons knows he's biased, though, and he'll say it before he picks (laughs) Boston. Like, that's perfectly fine. You say it all the time. We know you're biased. We know you're going to pick your squad. That's fine. We're going to give you shit, though. That's what we do with Bill Simmons. We still listen and like Bill Simmons. Nevada Nevada would kill me if I didn't mention this guy. There used to be an announcer for the Colorado Avalanche that we both grew up on. The guy's name was Mike Haynes. If you have ever seen the YouTube of the fight with the announcer over it between Patrick Waugh and Chris Osgood, and the guy that's like, all right, by Waugh, another right by Waugh, all right, by Osgood, another right by Waugh, that's Mike Haynes. That's a legendary call. Though. I'll also say Peter McNabb, because Peter McNabb has one of the most legendary quotes, and he is one of the biggest homers. And he says, is there a greater sight in all of hockey than to watch Detroit Red Wings fans leaving before the third period is over. 
That's and I and I don't I don't think there is. That's funny. Yeah, shout out Mike Breen. Mike Breen, he calls the NBA games. Uh, shout out Stacy King for the Bulls. That dude is just a blast. Him and Adam Amin are a great combo, bro. I know he went away. Uh, John Gruden was really good. Comment was, was he really was good when he was so good. Should have never left. Should never allow. Yeah, well. Uh, uh, let's see. Greg who, who, Greg Olson is really good. He's not up there though. He's been doing no, it for three nah, years. I know, I know, I know. I, I'm just saying he's he's decent. Uh, Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad, Ahmad Rashad. Bro, that dude went to Showtime or HBO, and when you do that, your career dies. Jim Rome. Jim Jim did Jim Rome ever do games? No, I don't think so. But Stuart Scott got picked so. Right. The cat's out the bag. What's bro. his name? Brian Gumble. SVP. Brian Gumble. <laughs> Brian Gumble is a good one, bro. Now we're just naming talking heads. He, All right, he, he right Overman before we're... he became political. <laughs> What's the guy who's uh, the nappy-headed hose? That's my hero. I want him <laughs> on my squad. Who's Who's the boom goes the dynamite guy? Actually, I don't know that dude's name. He's a he's like a Louisville guy. He's like the Louisville like Louisville University guy. Brian Collins down the court. Brian Collins dribbling down the court. Uh, oh. takes a shot and boom goes the dynamite. I'd be remiss if I didn't say Bill Walton. Oh, you mean Bill Walton? That dude's a fucking bro. blast, bro. Him calling back twelve games is awesome. Old old Marble Mouth Walton. Bro, he goes on tangents sometimes. One time I listened to him for 10 minutes talk about cacti. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yo, as the game is going on, we ain't even talking about hoops. You got him talking about cacti, and then the dude next to him is like, and bucket two so-and-so. Dribble down the court. And the cacti conversation is still going, bro. One time they were going on a tangent. The other guy called him out for all the drugs he's done in his life. It was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. He just... He just yup, and then just kept going with his drug. <laughs> well, oh, all right. Now, when we're, you're we're, an announcer, you got tenure. You just can't. There's some stuff you can't say. They give you that like a like a little press kit at the beginning. We're we're scraping the bottom of the barrel now that we're talking about Bill. I do love Bill Walton though. So, uh, Dickie V. I thought I, I used to like Dickie V, but I think he was never that good. Now I don't think he was. I, I think, think he would he just, just shout. That's Duke, baby. I think he just has a very loving, like a fun energy, but he's not actually very good. At Why he loves Duke too? So and call you. I, I don't know. Does he exclusively it's love Coach Duke? It's K, baby. I think he does that for everyone. I just love when he says diaper dandies because he's so old. Anyways, we scraped the bottom of the barrel. Let's go ahead and reveal the head-to-head, -head, Eric. Go ahead. Um, Will you share the the pick sheet? Share it like on the screen. Yeah, when mine as well. We're doing video now. <laughs> All right. Let me see. Present. Oh, shit. Share screen. Oh, so now, so now everybody knows Eric ain't bullshitting. <laughs> Eric does a, see that? We give him shit, but Eric does a good job. Eric, zoom it in. Shut up. Jesus, you got all the screen. Okay, what's that? Can looking you guys? Like? Can you guys see that? Uh, too far, Eric. Well, what do you want me to do? Can you see it or not? Yeah, zoom it out like two more clicks. 
Two more clicks, zoom out. It's just like a woman. What? Impossible what? to please, bro. I'm there fucking dying. Hey, Jermaine, Jermaine, you knew it was coming, too. I did. I did, like, bro. Like perfect. And then he hit that one more. I was like, gotcha, ass. Oh, man. I was dying. I just saw Aaron, it happening, Aaron, bro. I'm not fucking with you. Give me one more zoom, please. Control plus just one time. Thank God. All right. Satisfied. <laughs> Oh, dude, that was great. All right, so <laughs> as you can see, we have here our NFL head-to-head -head, uh, pick tracker. Uh, week three was lost to the abyss that is known as life. Uh, go ahead and reveal the, the current standings, Eric. <laughs> uh, I'm, only, I'm only a half game back behind Eric, by the way. So Jermaine, two games back from the lead, is sitting at 5-8. and eight. Nicholas, a half game back from the lead, 6-6-1. Six, six and one. And I am the leader at seven and six. Watch your ass, dude. He's on a two-game losing streak. And re can you recap uh, week 14 for us, Eric? Yeah, I was going to. Uh, the New York uh, Jermaine took the New York Jets plus nine and a half. Hit. Nicholas took Arizona in the money line because I think he smoked crack before the episode. That was an L. <laughs> fucking, fucking Kyler. And I took <laughs> Seattle money line as a minus 210 favorite against Carolina. And the bum fucks themselves blew it. So I took an L. So seven and six for me, six six one for Nick, five eight for Jermaine. It is the NFC South of this of of of, of uh, pop or of, of head to heads. Um, at any anybody can win it. <laughs> we got a dog fight in the final four, baby. We got a what dog fight. What you guys don't know is I hedged my Arizona money line bet with Kyler Murray to blow on his ACL in the first quarter. <laughs> well, so, brilliant, yeah, yeah. brilliant. So you guys can suck my butt. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. We're going to go ahead and remove this now. So, as you can see from the head to head, we're in a tight, tight race. Eric is falling back down to earth after all the shit talking, saying that he can do it better. So, what better way to see if Eric can indeed do it better than getting into our picks? Eric, will you share the picks? please oh you want the whole screen huh uh yeah for, i want to see the weekly picks as we count down your losses <laughs> yeah i know i know zoom all right it, it's, Eric. It's, it's a fucking setting i gotta go to it <laughs> when did you, you become new york is that good or would you like it's one more princess <laughs> you can one do more. one more all right thanks eric so all right bad. We have our NFL weekly picks here that Eric does another fantastic job of, of recording. We do give him shit, but you're doing great, Eric. We do give him shit as is customary. Let's let's go ahead and uh, I appreciate you. Let's, let's go ahead and scroll down to week fourteen, though. Jermaine, let's... Jermaine, this is what the millennials need. They need to know that. Please yes. don't. Yeah. Like, I know I Eric. Kid gloves. Eric. Kid gloves. Eric. We appreciate you. Kid gloves. I appreciate it, bro. Kid gloves. <laughs> we, you are important to us and what we do here at Room 303. We're going to throw you a pizza party. <laughs> Dude. Remember they were I actually got party. excited, bro. Like, Yo, let's throw a Room 303 pizza party. I got excited, bro. I was like, hell yeah, I'll do a pizza party. That's tight. Us here at corporate love our employees. <laughs> Dude, we should do a virtual pizza party on the <laughs> next it, podcast. Next <laughs> podcast, virtual pizza party. All right, so Eric, get me a pizza. We're gonna we're gonna recap Eric's picks first, and uh, 
as he reveals his losses, I'll give you the the score and the outcome. Oh, I have to reveal my own losses. Fantastic. All right. You so you run game... you you're the executive producer. All right, you all run right, it. All right. All right. So I took the uh, Las Vegas Raiders at minus six. They lost to Baker Mayfield on a last minute hoorah touchdown pass, seventeen sixteen. I had the Las Vegas and Los Angeles Rams under 44 and a half. That hit. I had Minnesota Moneyline. Fucking bums. <laughs> you had Minnesota Moneyline. Worst 10-3 and three team in the history of football. So they, they lost. Would you like to guess the margin of loss or defeat, Eric? 13. No. They lost by 11. 34 to 23. You were close. Fucking you were just fucking sons of bitches, dude. Y- you were 12 points off from getting that dub. All right. Then I had the... I can't even believe I took this. <laughs> I had the Philadelphia New York Giants under 45 and a half. I, let, me, let me tell you this. Let me tell them what happened. And the Eagles proceeded to score 48 points in that goddamn game. <laughs> they blew it by themselves. They so, didn't so, even... I got a question for you guys. Would you rather, like, so you know a bet's going to lose. You place a bet. Come Sunday, I tell you, Jermaine, I'm from the future. This bet is going to lose. And you just know it in your hearts of heart. Would you rather wait until the last second and have it lose by, like, a half point or just have the other team just, to like, blow it out in the third quarter? No, I'm rooting for the other betters then. So I want I want, I want, want 60 points early so that okay. way people don't have to sweat the other. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I will I will say this. Eric had 45 and a half. They they scored 70 combined. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Just by a hair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shoot or shoot, bitch. Shoot or shoot. <laughs> what, about uh, that, what about that Giants plus seven? Did that hit? And then I took the Giants plus seven. <laughs> that did not hit. Um, I did take the New York Jets versus Buffalo under 43 and a half. That squeaked by. Uh, I took you Buffalo don't money get line. credit for all these giant money lines. <laughs> what? This is something we're doing next year. You can't pick these giant ass money lines. Put them in a parlay like a man. Uh, nah. it, he only hit on two. Put them in a parlay like a man. Yeah. He, he only so hit he on two. Also, favorite parlay like a man. Also, there was only thirty-two points in that Bills game. You cleared that by a wide margin. Well, I'm making up for it with the goddamn Eagles score. <laughs> if you add those two spreads together, he's still over on the Eagles game. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. It's not, it's not uh, true, but it's funny. I took Cincy minus six. That hit. Uh, Cincy uh, over 47. The Cincinnati game over 47. That did not hit. They had 33. <laughs> Tennessee no. minus three and a half. Lost the fucking Jacksonville. They lost by 14. <laughs> Never bet on a team. Never bet on a team when their GM gets fired, and they got a fucking god awful O line, and their whole recipe for winning is run the football. So they they had they needed eighteen points more for Eric to hit that bet. All right, all right. All right. I took Kansas City minus nine and a half against Denver. That did not hit. I took Kansas City money line, which did hit, and then I got peer pressure into taking Kansas City minus fourteen and a half because of Nevada, which did not hit. So I'm technically five and eleven. Fuck you guys. Um, no, nope, I took, took Tom, it. I took Tom Brady plus three and a half. They got blown out by like 30. <laughs> oh my God, uh, I took Tampa Bay versus San Francisco under 37. I think oh. San Francisco scored over 37 on their own. This is the most this 35. Is the most, they this had is the 35. Most 
fun I've ever had with peer pressure. This is the most fun, harmless peer pressure ever. I think I convinced Eric. I think we convinced Eric to take most of these bets. No, Jesus. no, we did not. We did not. Absolutely not. We did get him with that Kansas City one. I tried to talk him into threading the needle, taking Philly money line and Giants spread, and he told me no. Whatever, dude. I took Seattle minus seven. Those cocksucking sons of bitches lost to the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> they lost to the, the Panthers. are in it, bro. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Steve Wilkes from president. Never a doubt. <laughs> Never a they doubt. Lost, they lost to a team on their fifth quarterback of the year. Hey, whoa. Watch it. <laughs> sometimes. I took. Sometimes. I took. I listened to Nick's Nuggets. Are never understood in their time. I listened to Nick's Nuggets and I took Arizona Moneyline. That fucking crashed and burned real quick. Did you and take then, Kyler Murray to lose his ACL in the first quarter? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm pretty unfortunately. sure. Go back and listen to that episode. I told you guys to hedge it. <laughs> and uh, I took New England, Arizona over, oh, under 44, which hit. So we were watching the Eagles beat the brakes off the Giants <laughs> and they switched it to the Cowboys Texans game. Right? The Cowboys barely beat the Texans and are somehow talking shit this week. Right. But who would have guessed <laughs> I don't know what I was watching, but they flexed to the Sam Darnold Geno Smith matchup. Yeah, no, it was it was it was San Francisco. It was San Francisco, Tampa Bay. Because I put the game on and they flexed to Sam Darnold. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> oh, holy crap. Because I watch on Eric's Hulu, obviously, because I'm too poor to afford a. Uh, well, yeah, you have all those bills like a very nice dog. I got all those bills like a, like a definitely not purebred because my apartment restricts purebred dogs. Um, <laughs> so, Why? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, it's Mastiff. It's they restrict mastiffs. So oh. I, I I love it. I love it when you know something and other people don't. So I was in I was in the elevator with this lady today, and this lady goes, "Oh, what is he?" I was like, "Oh, you know, we think he's mastiff. Uh, you know, we we got him. We got him down in North Carolina." And the lady goes, "Oh yeah, I don't think he's full mastiff because if you look at those paws." Massives have bigger paws. And the entire time I was like, <laughs> I have the I have the the purebred paperwork lady, but you know more. <laughs> you know this is recorded, right? Right. All right. I'm gonna smell a copy to his uh, leasing office. <laughs> Yo, piss him off, right? <laughs> uh Casey. it looks like the pizza's on Nick next week. Hey, big no, money! My, win my windfall has blown away. <laughs> yeah, because you spent it like a wild man. Cheers. <laughs> and me and you right. together, Nick. Uh, just to recap, Nevada's bets uh, from the live show: uh, minus fourteen and a half for Kansas City, miss. Kansas City versus Denver to overtime, miss. Pitt versus Baltimore to overtime. That missed, right? They Baltimore beat them in regular time. It was in reg, yeah. What was it? Thirteen yeah. seven. Uh, sixteen thirteen. I think sixteen thirteen. All right. Was there anything that happened this week in the NFL that you'd like to discuss? I know that we mentioned Kyler Murray's, uh, you know, unfortunate injury. As we've been coking and joking, we don't ever want to see anyone get hurt. Is it not? Is it not shocking though? The Cardinals managed to find some way to just. Yeah. Crash and burn down the stretch. The car the Cardinals 
are miraculous at just being awful second half, second season, second half of the season teams. I don't know what it is. It's it's impressive. Also, let's not forget they had back to back number one overall picks, and they might be dog shit again for the next two, three years, bro. Well, dog shit again. They're dog shit right now. They and, <laughs> and Kyler gets to play as much Call of Duty now that he wants, and the team can't say shit. I know. It's a win-win for everybody, I guess. <laughs> Did you guys – I don't know if you watched the game. I think I saw like maybe six minutes of the Monday night game, but they panned to Cliff Kingsbury. And, look, they say being president is stressful, and these guys age hella quick. But Mans was looking fucking dusty as shit compared Cl- to a couple years back. Cliff Kingsbury also, whenever you pan to him, he has the what I call the Ben McAdoo effect. <laughs> uh, he always looks lost. <laughs> I knew exactly that that was coming. <laughs> he just he looks he looks if you look at Cliff Kingsbury and he looks at his I'm gonna use this as a play sheet and he looks at his play sheet. He looks at it and he looks back up and he's like. He's like, what did I just look he's at? Like, like, he's like, he like, it's like you designed this. But he looks you guys, at it and he's like, did did you guys see that fan that was making fun of Cliff Kingsbury? Like, this is back in the day when he first got to the league, and he was like impersonating him. And he's like, Cliff walks up to his uh, assistant coach. He's like, are all the guys this fast in college? It wasn't like that. <laughs> Who said Cliff walked up to somebody like that? Some, uh, some guy was, was making fun of him. Some of fan him, yeah. was making fun of him because, like, I guess it was like his first or second start as a coach, uh, or first head, like first or second head coach game, and he just looked lost and like couldn't believe like the, all the talent was equal out there. All right, so yeah, uh, let's let's ask Urban Meyer if he knows who Aaron Donald is yet. So. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the current playoff picture. We're in that time of year. We're about 13 games deep for every single team. Um, bye weeks. I believe week 14 was the last bye week, so we're out yep. of that now. Bye weeks. So currently in the number one seed for the American Football Conference, we have Buffalo at 10-3. and three. In the two seed, we have Kansas City at 10-3. and three. In the three seed, we have Baltimore at 9-4. and four. In the four seed, we have Tennessee at seven and six. In the five seed, we have Cincinnati at nine and four. Six seed, Miami, eight and five. And by proxy of their win in Arizona, New, New England now sits as the seventh seed at seven and six. Uh, still in the running, we have, I'm only going to do above 500 teams. So still in the running, we have the Los Angeles Chargers and the New York Jets both at seven and six. And then for the National Football Conference, we have the only team to clinch a playoff spot thus far, the number one seed Philadelphia Eagles at 12 and 1. We have the number two seed Minnesota Vikings at 10 and 3. We have the three seed San Francisco 49ers at 9 and 4, even though their backup's backup backup is hurt now. Uh, with the four seed, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 6 and 7. In the five seed, we have Dallas at 10-3. Six seed, Washington, 7-5. Seven, seven seed, New York football Giants at 7-5. And, five. and uh, two teams, 
fighting for a spot. Well, I'll just name two. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at 7-6 and six and Detroit Lions at 6-7. and seven. The Detroit Lions, if they were playing in the NFC South, would ha- be tied for the division lead. Well, go over the NFC South because there still is a couple of teams in play. All right, so we'll we'll go to to the actual divisional standings. As Nick mentioned, the NFC South, the, the we're the unofficial podcast of the NFC NFC South here with the New Orleans Saints and Carolina Panthers both being represented. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are six and seven. Carolina is five and eight. Atlanta's five and eight, and New Orleans is four and nine, <clears throat> and not eliminated. Unfucking real. All right, so that wraps up our week 14 review. That wraps up our head to head review. That wraps up Eric's measly attempt at picking in week 14. Would you like to to relinquish that control back to Nick and myself? Please. (laughs) <laughs> he gets mad every time I mention it, but he ain't want the pressure, boys. Uh, what did I say earlier? It was like it's not it's not so fun when the other shoe is hot. I guess <laughs> sometimes the shoes in the sometimes the other shoe gets hot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, that sentence doesn't make sense, but I said it. I'm just gonna right, say, Joe it Biden. Every, say it differently every time. Yo, you got ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into week 15. Uh, Nick and I are back on the betting board. The uh, one-week Eric experiment is over. He didn't even win a third of his bets. It's neither here nor there. Just an observation. What are you talking about? I went 5-12. and 12. Right. So you took 17 total bets. <laughs> oh, I, th- I don't know why. I thought I took 12 bets like an idiot. I didn't add them up first, yeah, you right. You right. You right. <laughs> I was like, damn, I got to spell this out. No, no. I was up. like, we already embarrassed you, bro. You want to just do the math of how bad you were? Anyways. Embarrass me. That's fine. Can you send the link for the for the odds no, that you have and then I'm walk, us, walk us through the board? I just like to I'm in control see now. it because or share it. You can share the screen. I could do that, huh? <laughs> let's let's I keep, see. I keep forgetting that we're recording now, and I'm like, yeah, we have features we can use. Right. I, uh, you know, one of these days I'll figure it out. Eric, can you please create a handle so we can get your name to say your handle soon? It's hurt. It's hurts, don't it? Yeah, you could change your handle to that. That's perfectly fine if you want it. Like, right, let me let me get situated here so I can type and see you guys at the same time and whatnots. Sounds good. All right, all set up. So, um, starting with the first hold, game. Hold, right? hold, hold on, hold on. All right, guess not. Bef- before, sorry, before <laughs> Nick starts yelling at you, will you zoom in? I got another page open, so I, I just didn't even want to see the travesty that was this page getting pulled up. No, that's perfect. There you go, Eric. Tight. Tight, tight, tight. All right. Walk us through it, big fella. All right. So the first game we have uh, Thursday night, San Francisco 49ers uh, heading into Seattle. San Francisco's three-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 43. And uh, San Francisco money line is minus 175. Seattle money line is plus 150. So... Divisional game. San Francisco traveling into Seattle. San Francisco traveling into Seattle, interestingly enough. 
Excuse me. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the John Mulaney thing where I'm trying to talk through burps, which is what you do as you get older. So San Francisco traveling into Seattle the last five years is one and four. They're currently on a two-game losing streak. However, they did win earlier this year in San Francisco 27-7. Also, remember that in this season, 22-23, the 22-23 season, 22-23 season, that sounds weird. Teams a week after playing the Carolina Panthers are 1-9 straight up. Last week, the Seattle Seahawks played the Carolina Panthers. Who's the starting quarterback for San Francisco? Brock Purdy. He's hurt. Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> Brock Purdy hurt his oblique if you weren't uh, paying attention to him whooping that ass in that San Francisco game. So I'm sure he still has an opportunity to play. But, you know, a full-strength Brock Purdy wasn't exactly that, you know, you know, confidence-inspiring. It was more the <laughs> how bad Tampa Bay is than how good Brock Purdy is. Do we know? Yeah. So if Purdy cannot play, it's going to be Josh Johnson under center for San Francisco. He has made nine starts and appeared in 38 games since being drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2008. I actually know who that is. Wait, who is saying the name again? Josh Johnson. Oh, yeah. There you go. I mean, he's he's no Geno Smith. <laughs> All right, Nick, who are you taking in this game? Give me San Francisco money line. Okay, so is that not considered a big big spread? It is. All right, I, I'm going I will put it as part of my favorite parlay though. I don't I don't want any action on this game. I was gonna take Seattle money line, but you know that they played the Chargers last week, so I'm gonna skip that. Panthers. All right, next game. Uh, Indianapolis is heading into Minnesota. Uh, Hammer the Colts because Minnesota's a fucking god-awful 10-3 team. We can't win a goddamn game. Anyway, Indianapolis plus four, over under 48. Colts money line plus 170. Vikings money line minus 200. So Colts coming off a bye. Obviously, their head coach right now, Jeff Saturday. He's an interim head coach. However, the Colts, since 2019 – Coming off a bye are three and zero straight up, and against the spread. Jermaine, the Colts are three and zero straight up and against the spread since 2019. Coming off a bye, yes. <sighs> I can't trust Minnesota again, can I? Oh, I guess I gotta take something. No, nah, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I don't want anything to do with this. I think Minnesota loses this game. So obviously Indianapolis plus four, but because I think that Minnesota is gonna win, and despite you know the common perception, they have won ten games this year. <laughs> like, right. Um, and I'm not betting a minus two hundred favorite for them to possibly lose. So I'll go ahead and keep it pushing. I'm going to take both the Indianapolis spread and money line. We believe in Jeff. 
Yeah, what's Jeff's record since taking over? <laughs> one and two, I think. Yeah. One and one, maybe? Uh, and he still has all his timeouts, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus. They roll uh, over. Uh, before, before we before uh, we get any further, at the Colts-Vikings game is actually on Saturday. Just a heads up. I don't know if we said that, but the next two games are on Saturday as well. Right. All right, so on Saturday, the Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens head into Cleveland. Baltimore plus three, over under 37. Baltimore Holy money line plus 135. Cleveland money line minus 155. Any nuggets? Yes. <coughs> oh, geez, excuse me. 10 points. Cleveland scored 10 points last week. Yep. So team scoring uh, equal to or less than 10 points the previous week. Uh, because Cleveland is a three-point favorite, they fall into our 2022-2023 favorites category. The favorites this year, if you take teams scoring less than 10 points the previous week, are 11-9-1. That's a 55% hit rate. Also, it's a divisional game. Was that Baltimore. against the spread or straight up? That's against the spread. Okay, 11-9-1. Got it. So Cleveland minus three against the spread, 11-9-1, 55%. Also a division game, Baltimore traveling into Cleveland. They are three and two in the last five years. They lost last year. This year they did play in Baltimore with Baltimore winning that game 23-20. to I want nothing in this game. I want Cleveland Browns minus three. Deshaun Watson get right game. He's had two games to shake the rust off. He's playing a division rival. I think Deshaun Watson has a big game this week. All right. Our final Saturday game, Miami Dolphins heading into Buffalo. Dolphins plus seven, over under 43 and a half. Dolphins money line plus 265. Bills money line minus 320. Any nuggies, Nick? Yeah. So Miami has not beat... Buffalo in Buffalo in the last five years. They did win in Buffalo this year earlier, beating the Bills 21 to 19. So they beat Buffalo this this year. Mm-hmm. In but Miami, though, in, right? In Miami. Correct. This is a this is a different Miami team than the beginning of the year. I don't want I'm not riding Miami. I'm taking Buffalo money line, but as part of a favorite player. Yeah, it's Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins this game. I think they goes over 43 and a half. But I'm not taking either of those bets. All right. So our first Sunday game. Philadelphia Eagles heading into Chicago. Phillies minus nine. Over under 48 and a half. Eagles money line minus 390. Bears money line plus 320. Nuggies. Uh, so the Bears. Matt Everflus is the first year head coach. So uh, we don't really have any coming off the buy data from him. But Chicago, since 2019, is 0-3 straight up and against the spread when coming off the buy. I mean, Philadelphia's going to. Yeah. It's However, the spread is at 9. If it gets to 9.5, I would definitely like uh, some action on uh 
Chicago, but no, right now I'm I'm gonna put Philly as part of my favorite parlay. I might even take Philly minus nine at this point. You know what? I'm gonna take Philly minus nine. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. I'm taking Philly minus nine. I think they cover this pretty easy. Forty eight and a half. If Justin Fields plays, I think that goes over. But if Justin Fields doesn't play, I'm not even considering Chicago plus nine and a half. <laughs> like, there's no chance, bro. Right. Also, Chicago, do not play Justin Fields. The fuck are you doing? Right. Like, goddamn, Darnell Mooney's got like there's no one left. It's it's Justin you Fields. Me, there's nobody left. Just like we said at the beginning of the year, there's no one left. Let that kid rest. Play him the next week. Don't play him against the twelve and one Philadelphia Eagles who are gonna fucking eat his lunchables. With one of the best defensive lines in football, yeah. Leading the league in sacks, forty six. Let's not do that, Chicago. You ain't got the the pass protection for that. (laughs) Uh, Next Sunday game: Dallas Cowboys heading into Jacksonville. Dallas is minus four. Over under forty eight. Dallas money line minus two hundred five. Jacksonville money line plus one seventy five. Funny enough, funny enough, no nuggets. This game is fascinating. What's the uh, money line again for Jacksonville, Eric? Plus 175. Oof. It's too low for my liking. I'll I'll abstain. Tremaine? I just... Was Houston one of those games? Was Houston one of those games? Because you... I always say this. Every every NFL season, there are four games a year in which a football team just plays lights out. Everything they do is exactly how it was coached, exactly how it was supposed to do, is exactly how it was supposed to work. Was Houston's game that, or was it more indicative of the true Dallas Cowboys? I'm going to fuck around and find out. Give me Jacksonville plus four and Jacksonville money line. I love it. All right. It just takes me a second to type all this up. You're good. Don't worry about it. I might stop adding the odds in there unless you guys want the odds. We do want the odds, yeah. All right. Bet. Next game, Kansas City heading into Houston. Kansas City minus 14. <laughs> Over under 49. Kansas City money line minus 950. Texans money line plus 650. All right. Texans plus 14. Yep. So favorites with spreads greater than or equal to nine and a half on the year are 10 and 17 against the spread. However, 22 and four straight up. And one of our best uh, metrics this year is if the spread is greater than or equal to nine and a half, you take the under that hits at a, a 61% rate, 16 and 10 this year. I want, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus. I want all three of them, right? I have, I have three bets as well. I'll take what Nick's taking. I want Houston KC under. I want Houston plus 14. I want KC money line. Yes, yes, and yes. Which means we ain't going to hit. Which means they're all going to miss. Which means which means Houston wins in a shootout, 47-45. Oh Houston Texans plus 650 is the play. <laughs> all right, next game. Oh, sorry, go ahead. 
Nope, I was just gonna say that was easy. All right, Detroit Lions heading into New York to play the Jets. Detroit Lions plus one. Uh, over under 44 and a half. Lions money line minus 105. Jets money line minus 115. Bro. This is kind of crazy that the Lions are underdogs, no? Usually, this game is a stinker fest, right? Stinker dinker. This has huge playoff implications. <laughs> it really does. Oh, my God. So, here's what I will say. Detroit is not a dog. They are minus 105. Uh, so, if you take the money line, Detroit is considered a favorite to win this. The only reason that the Jets are favored by one is it's in New York. That is the only reason. Vegas handicaps home field. It might have changed because home field doesn't have as much substantial impact as it used to with uh, flights, you know, private planes, human performance. Like all those things geared towards keeping those players ready to play. But it's usually three points. This is telling you right here that if this was neutral field, Detroit would be the play. So I'll take Detroit plus one. I'll take Detroit money line. Yeah, I mean, I'll take Detroit money line as well. Yeah, I figured if they're going to have money line, they got to win by one. So I'll take right. <laughs> I'll take the one as well. Think you only want money line? Only yeah, money line. That's what he said. Fucking scared cat. All right, next game. Pittsburgh heading into Carolina. Pittsburgh plus three. Over under 37 and a half. Pittsburgh money line plus 130. Carolina money line minus 150. Give me so whoever fun. plays Pittsburgh next week. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have anybody in this game. Yo, Carolina's gonna win this game. Uh, Is that a yeah. pick? I'm, dude. You know what? Give me Carolina minus this, three, bro. This point, Fuck dude, it, who, might as well. Point, at this point, who knows what's gonna happen? It, Carolina is just. How are you going to trade away CMC, trade for Baker Mayfield, cut him, start PJ Walker for half the season, fire your coach? Did your GM get fired yet? Not yet. No? Is it is Ben McAdoo still your offensive coordinator? Yes. How? How? <laughs> How? Everything I just named says you should be the number one overall pick. Yeah. But since Steve Wilkes has taken over, the Carolina Panthers have one of the most ferocious defenses <laughs> yeah what what's the what's the, the the points per possession i think they rank they're ranked top five it's like the p teams only score every one out of four possessions always buddy that's how the carolina panthers work <laughs> oh my god dude give me carolina minus three i kind of want to ride that under but it's a little low so i'll just keep it pushing and we'll get to the next game uh, Atlanta heading into New Orleans. Atlanta plus four and a half. Over under 43 and a half. Atlanta money line plus 175. New Orleans money line minus 205. How is New Orleans always fucking favored? <laughs> uh, all right. So New Orleans coming off a bye. Dennis Allen, obviously the first year head coach. Fire Dennis Allen. New Orleans since 2019. 0-3 against the spread. 2-1 and one straight up. Atlanta also coming off a of bye. Arthur Smith is Arthur Smith is a second year head coach. In uh, last year, in his first year, he was a one and zero straight up. 
and against the spread against the bye. Atlanta since 2019, two and one straight up and against the spread. Also a divisional game, Atlanta traveling into New Orleans, New Orleans, Jesus, one and four in the last five years. They have, they're on a current losing streak of two games and New Orleans won the game earlier this year, 27 to 26. All that being said, I want Atlanta plus four. Yeah, exactly. All that being said, give me Atlanta plus four and a half. Oh, yeah, plus four and a half now. Yeah, plus four and a half. Plus four and a half. Desmond Ritter's first start. There's yeah. no tape. Dennis Allen's a goddamn bum. Give me the under 43 and a half in that game as well. New Orleans cannot score the football. And if they prove me wrong in this game, then so be it. I want the unders. Fuck you, New Orleans, you fucking dipshit of a head coach. I digress. <laughs> Rant over. <laughs> All right. Uh, New England heading into Las Vegas. New England minus one. Uh, over under 44 and a half. New England money line minus 105. Raiders money line minus 115. Uh, so, actually, we have a unique advantage this week. Or a, a unique matchup this week. A rest advantage, rest disadvantage. Since the Raiders played on Thursday night football, they have the rest advantage. Since New England played on Monday night football, they have a rest disadvantage. It's a super rest matchup. However, don't start counting your money before uh, it hatches. The Raiders, 2-7 and seven against the spread, 3-6 and six straight up since 2019 with a rest advantage. New England since 2019 with a rest disadvantage, nine and six, both against the spread and straight up. I want New England money line. Me too. I mean, Josh McDaniels, fuck off, bro. How did how how did you lose to cut Baker Mayfield? Been with the team one and a half days. Didn't start the football game. Came in and dimed your ass out in the final play of the game. What were you thinking? What were you thinking offensively? What were you thinking defensively? You couldn't win this game? Next game, Eric. Arizona heading into Denver. Arizona plus three. Over under 36. Arizona money line plus 125. Denver money line minus 145. I want Denver minus three and the under. So rest rest advantage, rest disadvantage. Arizona, since they played on Monday night, has a rest disadvantage. Playing with a rest disadvantage since 2019. Arizona is 4-4-1 against the spread, 3-6 and six straight up. The Denver Broncos, playing with a rest advantage, are 6-3 and three against the spread, 3-6 and six straight up. With that being said... Uh, give me Broncos spread. Actually, no. Don't give me Broncos spread. I like. Don't give it to you. Okay. All right. Next game: Cincinnati heading into Tampa Bay. Cincinnati minus three and a half. Over under forty four. Cincy money line minus one ninety five. Tampa money line plus one sixty five. All right. So Tampa Bay scored less than ten points last week. They are a dog this week. So we take Tampa Bay this week on. The spread. Spread plus, what was it, Eric? Plus three and a half. Three and a half. Tampa Bay plus three and a half. Dogs 
scoring less than 10 points the previous week with a spread less than 10 is hitting at a 75% rate this year. 15 and 5. I want Tampa Bay plus 3.5. I just, I can't do it. I can't do it, dude. I can't do it. I, I want nothing to do with this. I actually changed my mind. Uh, Denver's defense could score the whole 36 points in this Arizona game. So can you scratch that under for me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Kyler Murray's gone. You know, my boy Colt, killer Colt. But, uh, you know, I can't, I, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, Tennessee heading into L.A. to play the Chargers. Tennessee plus three, over under 47 and a half. Tennessee money line plus 130. Chargers money line minus 150. Chargers can't stop the run, but can Tennessee run? This is the question. Uh, no nuggets for this game. No action? <laughs> Any action for you guys? No, no action for me. <laughs> the, ac- the action's in Nick household right now. Yeah, the action's telling my dog to stop fucking whining. The Morahan Manor. Um, No, dude. All right. Uh, Next game, Sunday night game, Giants heading into Washington. Giants plus four and a half. Over under 40 and a half. Giants money line plus 180. Commanders money line minus 210. So Commanders coming off a bye. Ron Rivera has been the Commanders head coach. Well, just since this year, because they've only been the commanders this year. He's been the head coach of Washington since 2020. He's one and one coming off a bye straight up and against the spread. However, if you do remember, he was the head coach of Carolina from 2011 to 2019. During that tenure, he was five and six straight up and four and seven against the spread. This is also a division Coming off a bye? Coming off a bye, yes. It's also a division game. The Giants traveling into Washington. They are three and two over the last five. They lost last year. They have not played each other this year. Yes, they did. They tied. Huh? They just tied. They tied. When? Like two weeks three, ago. Three weeks. Oh, two weeks ago. I don't remember that. But okay. They played earlier. <laughs> I was I was getting ready to ask you. I was just like, are we betting this game to go to overtime? What's Eric? What's the bet to go to overtime? Give me a second. Oh, we got it. We get to see behind the scenes, bro. We do. Yeah. Oh, here Ooh. we go. I also want. I also want Giants. Uh, I also want Giants plus four and a half. Hold on, Eric. But look for overtime. I understand that, but if I don't write this down now, I will forget. So, all right. Um. Jesus Christ, dude! It's so much harder Holy with the screen. Holy cow! All right, overtime. You know you can can just control F overtime, right? There it is. Yes, it's plus 1,100. All right, I want to take overtime plus 1,100. That's the only – well – oh, man, I got quite a bit of bets. I need to trim some fat. Nah, fuck it. Let's just ride. Give me – just give me that overtime bet as well. And I'll take Giants uh, to cover the spread. So plus four and a half. Actually, so same thing. Same thing. Just – same, same, but different. Here, I'll, I'll give you a little, give you a little hand on this stop. All right. And lastly, 
we have the Los Angeles Rams heading into Green Bay. Rams plus seven over under 39 and a half. Rams money line plus 245. Packers money line minus 295. So Rams since 2019, since they played on Thursday night football, they are playing with the rest advantage. With the rest advantage since 2019, the Rams are five, six, and one against the spread. Hold seven on, what, what's, one second. Green Bay is coming off a bye, no? Uh, they are. You're right. Never mind. Scrap that. Yeah, those buys in uh, week 14 are tricky, bro. They really are, yeah. yeah. Um, Matt LaFleur has been the head coach since 2019. I looked this up on the normal website that I use. I think they have their data wrong because it said that Green Bay since 2019 is 3-3 three and three coming off a buy. That's impossible. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So I have no nuggets for this game. Do they consider the Bears matchups bye weeks? Maybe, I think. (laughs) Yo, so once Proud Franchise is down in the dumps and Green Bay is still a seven-point favorite, give me Baker Mayfield to cover that spread. Just kidding. I don't actually want anything. This is a dog shit Monday night football game. But I would like to direct your attention here to the very bottom of the screen. Jacksonville versus New York Jets on Thursday. Yo, that's a big time playoff matchup too. Because Jacksonville can win their division still. Right. That's crazy. Shout out, look, NFL schedule makers suck at scheduling primetime games. But, man, they when they paid that, I don't know, whatever company they did to do the research and then build the best way to build a fair schedule for everyone that pitted the four seeds against the other four seeds for, so that way the strength of schedule would stay pretty consistent. It's been lights out ever since they did that. And we end up with these crazy good matchups like this that are very, very important. Like the Detroit Lions versus the New York Jets. Who? Tell me, Eric. Did you circle it at the beginning of the year? Like, this will be a playoff, <laughs> playoff important matchup. No. Honest, <laughs> I wanted you to say yes. I, I like, also picked Justin Herbert to be the MVP and the Bills to go 17-0. So what the fuck do I know? That's a fair point. But what the fuck does anyone know? I'm just saying that that's so crazy. We're going to get a Thursday night Jacksonville versus New York Jets game, and it matters. They yeah. re- The people, that analysis, the schedule building, not the actual primetime scheduling because that still needs a little bit of love. Uh, they did a great job with that, man. So Yeah, we're I- actually going to get a Thursday night football game that matters for once. Exactly. Exactly. It's not some fucking dog shit Chicago versus New Orleans matchup or something. <laughs> all right you know what time it is eric it's your favorite time this is when you sweat through your t-shirt because you got to make one decision and you just 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 not get oh sorry can i get that link so i can see the whole board nah no nah, we're, we're, we're good we're good right. we're good um i'm gonna take i'm still first right even though i won yes <laughs> it's how bad i am can I take uh no, I don't want to take that. Yeah, Giants versus Washington overtime. No, I don't. Want Please that. take that. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Yo, if that, yo, that. yo, if that hits though, he gets like he gets he gets he gets he goes. He wins the whole thing. He wins the whole thing. <laughs> well, now I gotta take that bet. Let me get Philly minus nine. I'll take Colts plus four. We believe in Jeff. No, stop saying we like you're more than one person. We believe in Jeff. This ain't your daddy's Jeff Saturday. Oh my god, bro! We, like, can we retire that phrase in the turn of the turn of the new year? No. All right, so Philly minus nine, Indianapolis plus four. I'm gonna take Kansas City money line. I'm just, I'm just kidding. We both made the same face to him. Well, here's the thing. You could take that bet. Like, I took Philly money line when I was two and seven. You, you, <laughs> you take, know what I mean? If you, take, if you take that Casey bet, you get a half win. <laughs> I took Philly money line when I was two and seven. Like, if you just need a win, cool. <laughs> let's, let's... Eric doesn't need a win. No, well, he does. That's why he wants, <laughs> that's why he wants Kansas City money line. I was gonna take Jacksonville, just but I just know the Cowboys would fucking pull it out just to spite me. So I'm gonna take Detroit money line. What it's, happened? To, what happened to Eric the dog? That I remember. Eric, when he I just mean, when he just took dogs. I mean, it was working, right? <laughs> you did. You did switch up your fucking. Uh, well, actually, actually, no, that's not true. You lost. You lost two two in a row and then went to Kansas City. You hit Kansas City minus 14 and a half because we picked it for you. That's the last win you had. You yourself are on a four-game <laughs> losing streak. It's not true. There's a green right there. Yeah, Whether I picked, picked it or it. not, it goes towards no. my record. Well, nope. that's, that's why, that's why Joey yep. just said, you have not picked a winner in four matches. Prove it. And I mean, no, actually, we gave him Carolina money line as well. So he had, so he, he's on a three game losing streak. Okay. Oh, you yeah, better. Next hope. time I'm texting my bets in if I miss. No, that's Another not, cap. that's not how it goes. Yeah. The people who show up pick your bet. No. We picked a winner for you. You would be, if we were actually assholes, we would have picked something awful for you. Kansas like, City played like, the like, Rams without Matt Stafford, bro. And you you thought Kansas City minus 14 and a half is a bad bet? All right, dude. <laughs> so grumpy. I'm not grumpy. What a bum. Uh, he's not grumpy. He's just he's just saying, all right, dude. All right. That wraps it up. Head to head's been picked. It's locked in. Yeah, you scrapped that that under that Denver under, right? Because I'm yes. I honestly think the over is hit now, bro. I don't know. It's just just a feeling in my balls. So, Nick, if you, if you feel like it, you should bet that over. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for the fans at home? No, I'm good. Follow well, us set. on Instagram and Twitter. Sorry, I couldn't mean to cut you off, but. You rarely ever have anything to say at the end, so I was just going into the spiel. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. Oh.